Even when you try to maintain a healthy diet, it can be tough to get all of the nutrients you need for long-term health. Care of makes it super easy and even fun to figure out what vitamins and supplements are best for your diet and lifestyle. Go to takecareof.com and take a short quiz to get your personalized vitamin recommendation. Use offer code AMR at checkout for 50% off your first month of vitamins. Welcome to another episode of Another Mother Runner Radio. This is Sarah in Portland. And this is Dimity um, hurting out in Denver. Oh, tell everyone why that's, you're hurting. That's your cue to ask me why I'm hurting. Sarah. I was. I already was. And you were oh, talking okay. over me. <laughs> so, Dimity, tell me, tell us, why are you hurting? Oh, because I fell again today. I swear to God, it's always at the end of my run. And it's always those freaking sidewalk lips that, you know, creak out of nowhere. <laughs> And um, yeah, this morning, thankfully, there was no blood. I think it's because my skin is so tough from my last fall. But, um, but, one, but one palm was literally covered in mud. Like I couldn't touch the, the steering wheel with it oh my um, to drive home. And then, and then my hip is just, holy cow, I, I was lying on it on my side in Pilates after because, you know, I'm really hardcore. So I like to go from exercise to exercise. <laughs> I pretty much spend about five, 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 five hours in the morning exercising. Because also, and, didn't you, uh, have, you had physical therapy today too, didn't you? Yeah. Well, today was really my, it was really my exercise. Well, I just turned in a big deadline and I just needed like kind of a day of not being at my desk. So mm-hmm. I kind of gave that to myself today. Well, I wish you um, told me that. I would have enjoyed today more knowing that you weren't there watching <laughs> over my shoulder. Um, and so, uh, so anyway, so I, I laid on my side. I'm like, why can't I lie on my right side? It just hurts so much. And I'm like thinking like, you know, I've got all these diseases and stuff and my, my joints are degenerating. <laughs> and then I go to the, I go to the bathroom and I'm like, I've got a bruise the size of Ecuador on my right hip. I swear to God. I'm like, oh yeah. I took a big digger this morning. Whoops. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Oh man! And so, now, but you'll be, but you'll happy. You'll be happy to know the metronome survived that. Oh, yet, ag- well. yet again! Oh my goodness! That hardy metronome <laughs> takes a lick and well, it keeps on ticking. Exactly. <laughs> it's a Casio too. It's not even a Timex. I don't think. <laughs> oh my goodness! So, well, we have a special guest today on our show. Should we tell the gang wh- what we're going to be talking oh, about I'm today? So excited. Yeah. Yes, we are going to be talking about strength training, and we have none other. Then Ashley Kayser, who's, did I say that right, Ashley? You did. I did. Um, uh, she is my boot camp instructor. And no, she doesn't, you know, wear a whistle around her neck or, you know, an army uniform. She's the one who does, um, uh, leads group exercise classes at Portland Team Fitness, where I go <laughs> on a good week, uh, twice, two mornings a week. Right, Ashley? Right. That's right. Yeah. On so. time. Sweet. Well, welcome. Welcome. Are you a mother, Ashley? I am. I'm a mother. Of yeah. four, I have four kids, three boys, one girl. Yep. Oh, and, my gosh. How old are they? Uh, 12, 10, 8, and the girl is five. Uh-huh. So, do you practice, so, so do you, like, use them to, to um, try out your moves? Be like, okay, we're going to do 100 squats now, kids. Let's see how you do. Mostly just my parkour moves. She actually does. Oh. Uh, she has impressed my children. She stopped by the house once, um, actually right around Phoebe's birthday with her four kids or three of the, I think three of your kids were with you. And um, she showed how she does um, bicep curls holding one of the children. And she looked at me and she goes, you, you can do that with one of the twins, right? Right? I'm like, no, wrong, wrong. You could. Because what, John clocks in at a hefty, what, 42 pounds these days? Well, 43. He is, as I told oh. you, that he is the second lightest child in his entire first grade class. She um, could definitely 
curl him. Yeah, I could. She yeah. could curl him. Wait, yeah. We got to do a quick, a quick aside, and then we'll, and then we'll jump right into questions for Ashley. But so funny that John was buying skinny jeans in the girls section of Target, right? Because they were the only ones that fit him, right? <laughs> fit up. I just love that image, like a seven-year-old boy wearing girls skinny jeans at Target. It's because, well, so I realized, so we get a ton, ton of our clothes as hand-me-downs from my best friend from high school, Courtney. Thank you so much, Courtney. And she has fabulous taste in clothes, and she also has boy-girl twins. So she sends a ton of clothes our way, and a lot of J. Crew crew cuts. Um, skinny jeans, and then there's another brand of, um, gosh, a really fancy brand of jeans. I'm not knowing what it's. Um, I don't know what it is. And it's she sends them to us, and they're, they're these. Yeah, they're they're these pencil, you know, super skinny jeans, and John wears them. And then it wasn't until we were at Target that I'm like, maybe those are her daughter's jeans. Here <laughs> I'm giving them to John. So when I looked at the boys' skinny jeans at Target, and they were massive. And so I'm like, John, come on, we're going to the girls' side. And he's like, no, I don't want to. And then I held him up, and he's like, okay, I'll go try them on. And uh, they are super cute. He he rocks a skinny jean. So, yeah. So I'm not embarrassed to say that. So, yes. Um, and Ashley as well rocks a skinny jean. So, um, uh, right. yes. Um, as do most most mother runners. Yeah. <laughs> so, but not everybody has your, your booty. So... <laughs> It's it's quite fine. So um, so now that we've given her that introduction, so Ashley is also, I think, perhaps most importantly to our readers is Ashley is the person who designed the um, strength train like a mother workout in Train Like a Mother, and, um, and it's I, called it's actually called Get Ripped Like a Mother. Oh, Get Ripped Like a Mother. Look at me, I don't even know. Sweet. And it should be Get Ripped Like This Mother. I'm looking at it right now. I'm seeing a typo. We'll have to change that in our next edition. <laughs> it should be Get Ripped Like This Mother. But, Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So let's start with the cell job, Ashley. What are the benefits of strength training for runners? Um, well, one thing I think about just overall for runners is that they often hunch kind of mm. like a bow. Mm. Um, from Not there. Dimity. She never slouches. Never, I believe ever. this, but I'm also hearing how she does already exercises outside of running. Mm-hmm. Um, but it can offer some balance to a runner's posture, to their strength. Um, strength, tra- strength training can make a runner more explosive, mm. um, getting more, more strength from their, from their glutes. Mm-hmm. And it can offer, which can help their time mm-hmm. if, if that's oh, what's we don't important. Oh, we don't care about yeah, things okay, like that. Just Particularly in case. me, I, nev- I don't care about time at all. No. Just in yeah, case. Yeah, you yeah. might have some listeners yeah. who do. Right. Um, and then also, um, runners often have deficiencies in their core. I, mm. I call them fleshy core. And um, <laughs> once again, oh, not you're me. Not you're not talking about me. I know it. You're just fleshy. With, with all those mama runners out there. Well, that's, I mean, you know, not all of them, but just sometimes a, a runner can typically have beautiful legs, really beautiful legs. Um, and can rock the skinny jean, but then needs the blousey shirt because there might be flesh. <laughs> and there's often a slouch, like that looks like they're at a computer all day, which may be the case, which might not be the case. Um, mm-hmm. But so yeah, I, I think, think we got that all covered. We got the yeah. flesh and the slouch. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm representing the slouch. And <laughs> oh, you are? Okay. No, I'll be yeah, the no, no, I know. So, you know, so strength training can just give a, a runner some athletic balance to their mm-hmm. body, some mm-hmm. strength in the core, pulling mm-hmm. back the shoulders. Getting some strength in the hamstrings, too, is important for runners because they often have really strong quads. And then, I mean, I'm thinking of you, Sarah. <laughs> and you know, and then flexibility as uh-huh. well. Strength training can be really important for flexibility for runners. It can improve it? Yes. Oh. 
Because you move in different ways. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. That's a good point. Now, you mentioned glutes. Now, Dimity, tell your, t- talk to us about your glutes right now. Well, so, I mean, so, so I've never been to a boot camp, full disclosure. Um, but I, uh, I have been strength training quite a bit lately. Um, well, not quite a bit, but quite a bit for me, like going to the gym at least once a week, and, if not twice, and <laughs> hanging out with all the meatheads over in, uh, in the place. I mean, literally, like some people like drop those weights and the whole ground shakes. I'm like, really? Do you have to do that? Couldn't you like, you know, maybe pick up a weight that's 10 pounds lighter and not smash it to the ground? But anyway, <laughs> so I've been hanging out over there. Um, and so I got a running book. I guess it's a new edition of Run Less, Run Faster. And they have a, they have a, um, a whole section on strength training and all these moves. And, and one that they really, that they have that I've never done or haven't done lately is a step up. Right. And I see actually you have step ups in get ripped like this mother in here. Um, so I That's took, true. you know, mm-hmm. because I, you know, because I don't do anything, you know, with any kind of, I just jump into things. I don't, you know, prepare myself. So I put 10 pounds in each hand and, um, stepped up and down, I think 10 on each foot for, and then I did like three sets of that. What did I did you that step up onto? Oh, it was like, um, you know, uh, you know, those like, it kind of looks like a circus pedestal, you know, in the, in the gym. Oh, mm-hmm. you know yeah. About? yeah. Yeah. Like that an elephant would stand, put a foot on exactly. and then do tricks. Exactly. Yes. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't, it wasn't its highest one. It was like one that was below my knees. So it wasn't like I was like really straining to get up there because I've got, you know, long legs and, mm-hmm. and I felt fine after, I mean, I felt a little sore that kind of really good, like, yeah, God, I got a good workout sore. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. I could not, I could not move the next day. I mean, my glutes, holy cow. And I was like reading to the kids. I'm like, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Like, I was like, you have to like, you know, like lie very still and don't touch this body of mine. So, um, can I cut in I for love- a second? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. So, Demi, I'd like to make a suggestion. Yeah. I'm glad you were sore. Um, take, get the next, si- get the next size, get the medium size working up to the long, the taller one, because how tall are you? Oh, I'm six four, but I didn't get. I didn't. No get the way! Tall. And you're choosing the small one? No, girl, no, not okay. <laughs> Choose the bigger I, one. Get tw- get fifteen medium. to twenty on each hand, and go ten once on each side. Go do something else. Go just go do a lot of other things, for eight to ten, and then come back and do it one more time. So just do two sets of ten with heavier weights. Yeah. So this is the other thing. <laughs> are you a distance runner? I mean, I guess you are because you're friends with Sarah. <laughs> And so distance runners are endurance athletes. And so another thing that endurance, you know, that distance runners need to do is work heavier Mm -hmm. for smaller reps. We -hmm. already, you've already proven yourself as an endurance athlete and Mm -hmm. what you need to do Mm -hmm. to get up those hills and to really push when you're tired is to um, do short, strong sets. See, that's so funny. That's so funny, actually, because that is totally where I lean, I'm like, oh, I'll do three sets of 15 to 20 each. And I never want to get to the point, especially when I'm doing like a bench press and stuff, because, you know, like that thing could fall right on my, you know, on my gobble and then I'd be in bad shape. Um, That's what it's yeah. called a spotter. <laughs> get you know, a spotter. One of those deep heads to spot me. Yeah, get someone to spot you so you can get a really heavy weight. Well, cool. Well, so, well, so tough. I mean, the steps up, step ups aren't here. Let's talk about kind of the rationale you had behind um, this routine that you put in train like a mother what like what what was your thought when you designed it oh well I don't know if I'm ready for that question that was, I wrote that workout <laughs> so long ago I've written you know a thousand workouts okay. since then let me, let me, I'll refresh you you go triceps dips to step ups to rear crunch to frog jumps 
So you want to talk about, well, let's get through this first. Um, push-ups on a bench, which I like. I like right. that you acknowledge that we are not ready to do real push-ups. I mean, many women are, but many women aren't. And I feel like, you know, so many women struggle through, um, you know, trying to do them real, but compromise their form so badly that they're just not getting anything out of it, right? Right. That's true, that there's not a full range of motion. Mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. I would be guilty of that one. Mm -hmm. Yes, mm -hmm. that's true. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, then you go to split squat, flutters, sailor sit-up, rotation plank, and then the, um, the what is it, coup de gras? Does that mean like the, or the yeah, grand finale? That is, yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought the sailor um, sit-up was on there. Did I take it out? Yeah, no, she said sailor sit-up right oh, before she sailor sit-up. And then the last one is a handstand. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I got to say, when, you, when I read this and I was like, Sarah, this looks really hard. Like, I don't know if we should put this in there. I felt like such a like editor at a women's magazine, like, are people going to get hurt doing this? Because we can't put it in if we, you know. Uh, Were you so afraid yeah, of getting really, sued? <laughs> yeah. Really innovative, challenging moves, I thought. Yeah. So Sarah calls her class boot camp because that's actually what it was called a year ago. But it's really basically it's interval circuit training. It's a high intensity circuit. And that is what I specialize in. And that is what is represented in the book. And what I was trying to, um, what I was thinking about when I wrote it was what, what does a, what does a bow need to make it into an arrow? Like, how do you oh, take a good. curved body, a cur sort of a body that hunches over and looks down at the ground and always moves forward, always is just moving forward? What can I do to help it to straighten the alignment, strengthen the core, and, br and bring more upper body strength? And like an upside down push-up, or yesterday we did, oh, Sarah was sick, um, we did a down dog push-up uh, elevated on that same thing that you stepped up on yesterday. That size uh -huh. right there is a really good place to do, to start with the handstand push-up. If you can't quite get into a handstand, then you elevate your feet on that small or medium box, we call it a box, and do handstands from there. And you're working your lats, which are typically somewhat weak. Um, you're working your shoulders and your delts, which are often some, somewhat weak. And you're working your core. And you're increasing flexibility in your hamstrings. So all at the same time, you're doing all these things that a runner needs in one move. Yeah. Wow. I, I mean, I think that's the beauty of so many of Ashley's moves and thus the moves in the book are their multi-muscle moves so that so that you can get a lot more done in a shorter amount of time. Right. Yeah. The, 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 I think the technical term for that is compound moves. Am I right? Oh, there you go. It Fine. could be. Fine. Hyperlink to that. Fine. You do that, Timothy. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, it's true. And I think that's also, though, how you build the most core strength is when you're working both your lower half and your and your upper body you put more um, stress on your core and it has to work. Yeah, you just, you just kind of imagine. Since 2011, BarkBox has been committed to making dogs happy. For humans, BarkBox is a delivery of four to six natural treats and super fun toys curated around a surprise theme each month. For dogs, BarkBox is like the joy of a million belly scratches. BarkBoxes include all-natural treats and innovative toys to match a dog's unique needs, including allergies and heavy chewer preferences. Not a phrase I say every day. Dimity's dog Mason, an energetic Weimaraner, is eagerly awaiting his first BarkBox. Dimity let BarkBox know the breed, size, and even name of her dog, as well as the all-important chewing preferences. And now, on the 15th of each month, a new box will get shipped to Mason. 
Each monthly box is themed, like Country Fair or Brooklyn Hipster, with new and unique toys to keep dogs engaged, interested, and happy. If your pooch doesn't like something in the box, BarkBox promises to send something they'll love for free, because BarkBox is all about dog happiness. Choose a plan. One, six, or 12-month plans are available. Cancel any time. Free shipping in the continental U.S. For a free extra month when you subscribe to a 6- or 12-month plan of BarkBox, visit BarkBox.com slash AMR. That's BarkBox.com slash AMR. Woof! Thanks to StoryWorth for supporting our podcast. StoryWorth is a subscription service started by a fellow who wanted families to be able to share their memories and anecdotes with each other. Here's how it works. Purchase a StoryWorth subscription for someone you love, and each week, StoryWorth sends that loved one an email with a question about his or her life. The person either replies with his or her story via email or records it by phone by calling a StoryWorth number. After a year, the stories are bound in a lovely hardcover keepsake book. My husband Jack and I gifted StoryWorth to his dad, and we're especially looking forward to hearing his tales about going to medical school in Dublin, Ireland, which is where Jack was born and spent the first four years of his life. Then we'll share the book with Jack's siblings. For $20 off, visit StoryWorth.com AMR when you subscribe. That's storyworth.com slash AMR. We engage it without even thinking, right? Well, let's hope that it's being engaged. <laughs> that, that's the plan. Mine's, right? just, mine's just dating. It's not engaged. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's the same with Ryan. Pardon me? I didn't hear you. Yeah, it hasn't found its mate yet. Right. No, yeah, just not... looking around. Yeah. But um, in running, too, like as runners get stronger in their core and particularly in their lats, their back, um, a runner has the capacity then to really engage her core and her back while she runs and not turn, not curve and look down, mm-hmm. but to be upright. Well, so I'd like to say since taking the class so that, you know, I started taking classes January of 2011. So it's been, I don't know, what's that, 14 months or something. I definitely can notice a difference. And even though uh, we can make all the jokes we want about my core, I know it's flabby and I know it's still very weak, but um, it is stronger than it used to be. And I can definitely feel myself in later muscle, later miles of a race, being able to kind of pull up a little bit and not kind of sink down into each step. So that, <laughs> so that instead of being like, losing a lot of energy going down, boom, 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 that I kind of pull myself up and I can stay a little lighter on my feet. I can prance along a little bit, at least in my mind. At least it feels that way, and that's the important part. Right, right. hopefully, no, that's, 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 hopefully that is what's happening. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, and I think, I think I can maintain a little faster pace with less effort because of it. I mean, the other thing, Dimity, that you might work into um, with that box, because, man, a box, you could just do a lot with just that box, is start jumping onto it. There you go, because we were talking about box jumps yesterday, and I was, because Dimity and I were talking about some of the things that we're weak in, and I was like, can you jump off the ground with both feet at the same time? She's like, yeah, I can do that. I'm like, yeah, no, I have real problems doing that that I have to really think and tell myself. But, but I mean, when I first came to class, I could not do it at all. No. Yeah, yeah. No, and I was surprised, right, because Sarah has these really hot legs. They're so strong, (laughs) and yet there's these moves that she can't do, and I've just learned. I mean, I I have, like, three clients who are marathon runners. Or challenged. Uh And um, it's very – it's interesting how similar the challenges are. It's it's almost like now I just – when someone says they run, I'm like, okay, I'm ready for you. (laughs) So, So what are some other things? Like, what are some other traits besides weak hamstring and can't jump? Um, white white marathon girls can't (laughs) well so sarah can tell you from class like a Mm pull-up a pull-up is an awesome 
it's an awesome move for any runner to do. I didn't put it in the workout because most people don't have, um, you know, pull-up bars at home. So it does require going to the gym. And But any kind of pull-up move, um, either on the walker like we use in class mm-hmm. or um, a bar above the head, is just a pull-up. Assisted, a jumping pull-up to the point where you can do a kipping pull-up and then to the point where you can do a dry pull-up is important because it forces the shoulders to go back. It also forces a runner or anyone to engage their core. Um, you're using, you know, you're just using so many parts. But a pull-up is a really important move for a runner as well. What about, um, so what do you think about, Ashley, like the ones where you can, um, like, have it take away, say, like, half your body weight and you do it on your knees? You know oh, what I'm talking a grav- about? A gravitron? Yeah, gra- that's what I was thinking. Yeah. There's a different, there's, a, there's several oh, remember, machines Can I, can I interject a story about a gravitron? Dimity, tell me wait, if wait, I'm... Wait, I, want, I want her to give her answer. Oh, first. I know, but no, 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 but it has to do with you. That you, oh. I just remember from your wedding, you had, your back looks so awesome at your wedding in that backless wedding dress. And I, I remember I asked you afterwards and you were like, oh, I totally did the Gravitron like all the time. I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm going to start doing the Gravitron to have Dimity's back. So um, anyway. Right. Well, you know what I don't was... have that back anymore. But I'm just curious because I, I have heard about pull-ups. But I mean, there is no way these monkey arms are ever going to be able to do a pull-up. So, I mean, I do that that assisted pull-up thing at the gym. But is that is that kind of a cop-out or what do no, you think? No, it's okay. But you know what? I think... I don't know what your hamstrings look like, but a better move for you might be um, a squat and row because that'll strengthen your hamstrings to get into a low hovering squat where you really push your booty back and Uh then you stack on a heavy weight, right? Like weight that's almost uncomfortable. Roll those shoulders back, tighten the core. Yeah, just like Sarah's doing right now, though you can't see her, but she knows, she hears me say it. She's like, I'm doing it. Um, but, and then pull that weight back just over and over to about 10. To, and you should feel fatigued, um, whatever okay. the weight is. But that would be really good in terms of getting you ready for a pull-up and then just giving us, giving your core and doing some stuff with your hamstrings at the same time. Well, because that's uh-huh. one thing that Ashley talks about in class is like when I try to cop out of some moves, and then she'll give me an easier variation of it. And, and it's, it's all like these baby steps toward doing the actual move. So like when, when she talked about assisted pull-ups, um, you have those big things that almost seem like parts of tire. Right, black bands. Black bands, yeah. They're super heavy-duty rubber. And she loops them around the... Um, um, pull-up the, bar. Pull-up bar, yeah, thank you. And, um, and then we put our knees into them so that we're kind mm-hmm. of boinga, 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 hanging there. And so then it is assisted. And, um, but you know, so that teaches me to hold my hands the right way, teaches me to get my chin up over that bar, you know, that sort of thing. And And it's more beneficial than the Gravitron because the Gravitron has the weight coming from underneath you, which is not at all, it doesn't mimic at all a real pull-up. Um, and, and we, I mean, runners know all too well the power of gravity. So I would try to, um, let your arms take over on the gravity as opposed to something from underneath you lifting you up. So you have that band and... And it more mimics the movement of an actual pull-up. It, you more have to recruit the muscles that mm-hmm. are necessary to make a pull-up happen. Mm-hmm. And Sarah okay. does really get tired on it. And she often will tell me she's not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what trainers, that's what people say to trainers. And then trainers smile and nod and say, okay, let's find what you can do. Sarah, <laughs> <laughs> do you really say I'm not going to do it today? Um, oh yeah, there's, oh yeah, there's some exercises for sure that I say I'm not going to do. Oh yeah, like we had, um, a lot of times if we have to put our feet on a stability ball or like when we have to, um, 
pull ourselves forward on a lot of things. Yeah, to to kind of drag my feet behind me like I've, you know, been shot in wartime is not a good, you know, I'm not going to do well on the battlefield when I have to drag myself using my upper body. But that's that's lower core. That's mm-hmm. um that's part of that. I mean, that's the thing that oh. actually strengthens the vaginal wall. Yeah, so there we go. There she said it. Look at that. We were going <laughs> to we were going to talk about that topic, the lower abdominals. <laughs> right. That, that in a uh, nine here, let's take the spotlight off of me and the and uh, the nine thirty class. You used to say so. I used to do nine thirty to ten thirty class with Ashley, and finally I decided dimity that that cut too much into my work day. So I was uh, so now I go the. Why are you saying dimity? Because not, you not, because you know I felt like it was too much time away from the you from know, you from the computer, and you know that I was be, appeared to be unproductive. So instead, I switched to the 6 a.m. class. So anyway, but that that it was all women in the 930 class and that Ashley said, oh, every time, Jonah, you might not want to listen to this part, but that... uh, the that we would do an exercise that strengthened our lower abdominals <laughs> aka the vaginal wall because yeah. we do a lot of jumping in class and there's i mean everyone's pretty much a mother and you know that as you learned with your guest couple yeah whenever that was with the OBGYN is just that there's leakage and so we got to strengthen it so that there's not mm-hmm. so tell us a couple moves that people maybe could do at home that would or in the gym that strengthens the lower abs. The lower abs. Um, a reverse crunch is a real is like a good starting point. Laying on your back, uh, very small movement, lifting your feet. Okay. Then the next thing that you want to do, and Sarah is not fond. You're not fond of this move because it does put pressure on the lower back. Is to lower your legs. So you can do mm-hmm. it one at a time. I call them the. Uh, sometimes I call them the up facing swimmer. So you almost like you're facing up. You're prone on your back. Press your spine to the mat. And then small flutters of the feet. Strength. You can also squeeze your quads, flex your feet for a little bit more love um, mm. on the lower abs. But any that will pull on that lower ab. As you strengthen that, then you can just do leg lowers. You're you're in a ninety degree angle, laying on your back, and then you slowly lower your legs. Mm-hmm. And that really, it, it, you have to activate your lower core to make that happen. Mm-hmm. And what about, Ashley, what about, um, so say so you told me to start doing some jumping. I'm scared to death of getting hurt, um, which, you know, oh, I mean, I feel like I'm con- constantly on the, on the injured reserve list. So, I mean, what are some, like, I, I don't want to do a box jump. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you that right now because okay. I don't feel like my body's ready for that. So what are some, like, like some, some, you know, beginner moves of jumping to kind of get that? Because I know that plyometrics are so important, but, you know, I don't want to add, any kind of um, how are your ankles? What are your ankles? They're like? fine. Okay, but yeah, so, yeah. But so runners, me, but runners I often have weak ankles. You'd be surprised, but that is because the motion is forward and back, forward and back. So there's lateral movement. Like any runner should always work on lateral movement. Anything that spreads your legs out to the sides. So I would suggest if you're not gonna, if you're not ready for a box jump, is a bosu. You know what a bosu ball is? The half yes. ball. So put that blue side up. Mm-hmm. Your legs are spread out on either side of it, and you jump and land, stick the landing in the middle of the BOSU, <laughs> and then jump back out. And as you get better, I mean, and do that. Do that for a minute. Just yeah, jump. okay. That's a good idea. And then the next thing that you can do, you know what a TRX is? Uh, the, yeah, I do. I don't have a TRX, but I know what they are. Well, does your gym have one? Mm, I don't think so. Okay, well, you can use a band if you can find a black band or anything that can help you give you some stability. Then you can jump higher and you can stick that landing lower. You can get into a lower squat. Um, okay. 
So that's something that you can Sticking the landing, I'm loving that. I'm yeah, feeling like, like Mary Lou Retton. Yeah, or Carrie yeah. Strug, I was thinking of. <laughs> she stuck the landing. <laughs> it's important, though, in terms of, you know, controlling your, your movement and yeah. knowing how to control your, your propulsion. Well, and so you sort of touch upon um, you saying lateral movement. What are some other things that runners need to work on? I mean, like the whole fitness picture, the flexibility, the balance, the coordination, which I just have in spades, you know? Right. So, yeah. Um, so I think any kind of side movement, too. Like I was thinking a side hamstring with a bicep curl, mm. right? Then you're getting your... What's a side hamstring with a bicep I mean, not a side hamstring, a side lunge. lunge. Oh, Go no. to the oh, side, side okay. stick your booty back. Your ankle and your knee are in alignment. Your booty is way far back. Then you head forward or head back to center. And as you do that, you do a bicep curl. Mm. Again, you're engaging your core. You're, you're actually engaging your back, too. Mm -hmm. And your hamstring. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you're moving to the side, which your body is going to be like, what? Why are we moving wow. sideways? I know. I know. Are we dodging someone in a crowded race? I don't understand. <laughs> I know. I mean, that's what's so, you know, that's what's so, I mean, it's hard with running and it's hard with exercise. I mean, just exercise in general is that I just hate that there's like no bank account, right? Like anytime you stop doing something, you just lose it. And, you know, I guess that's part of the appeal of it is that you got to continue to do it. But I mean, I just wish like, I mean, I feel like strength training, like, you know, I wish that I could, you know, I, I used to be able to do, well, a pull up on the Gravitron, <laughs> but, you know, but now I'm like struggling to do anything, you know, I mean, so I guess, do you think that strength training, I mean, you think that that is a, an important part of like, you should do it year round? Absolutely. I think it's imperative. Yeah. I don't even think it's an option. Um, okay. Any person who considers themselves athletic or, you know, a swimmer can't, that can't be the only thing you do. Running, okay. it can't be the only thing you do. Cross training, it can't be the only thing you do. Um, your, our bodies, if longevity is the key, you have to yeah. diversify your exercise. And I mean, that's just the key. That, that's actually not even really, that's people magazine will print that one. That's not even real, <laughs> you know, Yeah. that's not even insightful. No, no, no. Well, yes. Wait, and I have another question for you, actually, just going, rewinding a little bit. You said, you know, you've got an interval was, what did you call it? Interval training or high intensity int interval training, high intensity interval training. So do you do cardio intervals or did you just get your heart rate so high? Or you work so hard doing these exercises that you don't have cardio intervals as well. We have cardio. It's always mm -hmm. part of it. Mm -hmm. There's either, so like, either what are bursts. Some of the cardio intervals you do? Well, sometimes we run around the building or we do burpees. Those get to a um, – oh. those or frog jumps or um, squat jumps. Ice skaters. Oh, squat tucks. That's what I was thinking of. Tuck yes. jumps, yeah. Tuck jumps. There you go. That, third time's the charm getting that term. Uh, ice skaters. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, what else? That's Apollo wow. Arnold, that's like an ice skater. I don't know. We just, when we can go outside, we do t those tire oh, runs. Oh, yeah. I love it when we do the – or the horsey moves. The horse moves, yeah. Yeah, where we um, uh, have a band around us, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then um, – and we partner up. And so then the person who's in the horse position tries to pull along the person who's in the chariot driver position while the chariot driver is, you know, pulling back and giving them resistance. I love that. Yeah. Plays to my competitive that's side. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. You can show Demity when she comes to town in June. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Ooh, maybe I should bring her. To exactly. The yeah. You come along, Danny. We're gonna whoop your ass. I will. I will. I will come along. I would love to try it. Actually. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to have you. Oh, well, very good. Uh, and and I think on that note, we're gonna have to end this segment because we have run out of time. But Ashley, thank you. Um, yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were very good. Um, so thanks for everybody for listening to another episode of Another Mother Runner Radio, and we look forward to seeing you on our uh, Facebook page. 
Run Like a Mother the Book on our website, anothermotherrunner.com, on Twitter at SBS on the Run and at Dimity on the Run. And take care. Bye bye. <laughs>